Welcome to the Game Plan Podcast with Judah Newby and Brian Perkins, breaking down all things Seahawks. Russell takes a shotgun snap, looks, now he's got to scramble, now he looks straight ahead, still scrambling, moves to the left side, throws to the end zone, it's caught, is he in, he is, touchdown, Seahawks! Games are hard, jeez, the games are hard, and uh, hard to win. And particularly when uh, we did a couple things that were uncharacteristic for us. I take a lot of pride, man. We work hard, and um, I feel like I owe it to my teammates. Um, they, those guys battle for me, and, I, and I, I promise them I will play every game, and I give them everything I've got. So until you know my body fails me, I, I will be out there every play. Wow, what a crazy game Sunday in Seattle. Seahawks survived 12-9. You hear the highlight right there. The only touchdown of the game for either team. A pass from Russell Wilson to Paul Richardson. And uh, tight for time on this Monday morning, Perkins. But the Seahawks are 1-1 one one after barely surviving the 49ers yesterday. I mean, where do you want to start with this? Obviously, the offense anemic. The defense pretty good, but not as good as they were in Green Bay. And if it wasn't for the haplessness of the 49ers, maybe... The Seahawks don't even win that game. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel is the 49ers are bad, which is why Seattle won, um, you know. And you're right. The defense, first of all, let's start there. Yeah. Very surprising. The missed tackles. A lot I of mean, missed tackles. A lot of missed tackles. I know Carlos Hyde is their best player, and I, I understand that. But you allow a 60-yard run and a 30-yard run or a 25-yard run in the first half. He has 100 yards in the first half. I mean, that's a you know obviously not a, a great effort defensively. Bobby Wagner played really well. He had the interception, obviously, of Hoyer. And you're right. <laughs> An excuse-me interception, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? I mean, a nice play. Like, he, he deked him a little bit, but right at him. And he fumbled. And he fumbled, yeah. all, we, take, yeah. we take the turnover, Shout but you're Sherman. right. Shout out Sherman. <laughs> Carlos Hyde, 15 carries for 124 yards. Perkins, that's an 8.3 yards per carry. Uh, and, and both of the Niner field goals there, I, right at the end of the second quarter, they don't get those if it wasn't for all those missed tackles. Very strange. And it's funny because after the first quarter, the Niners had a grand total of three yards of offense. <laughs> you know, you had the interception in the first quarter, the three and out on the opening drive, and then I think they, you know, maybe had four or five plays. That's it. I yep. mean, the defense looked lights out in the first quarter, but you're right, missed tackle after missed tackle. Um I, look, the defense still looked good, okay? They, they got a pass rush. They had a turnover. But, I mean, there were definitely some wrap-up concerns. That I don't know I don't know if the ball was just slick and the bodies were slick for everybody because it's like the first rain in two months, but it felt like on both sides of the ball, no one could hand, get a handle on anything. So no. Good pass defense. Hoyer only 99 yards passing with that interception. He did get sacked twice, and his uh, QBR was 7.8. Pass defense, very good. Uh, run defense, a little something to be desired. Let's turn our attention to the offense. Um, Where do you even start? Wow, let's start. Let's let's talk about Russell Wilson because there can be not necessarily differing opinions on him, but at least uh, in terms of level of criticism. So he finishes twenty three of thirty nine for one hundred ninety eight yards. He averages five yards of completion. Pfft. And a his yards per touchdown was right in like the five. Point two range or something like that, which is not good. No, no, not at really all. Really low. Sacked three times, and I know for sure one of those was completely on him. Uh, and the other two, I'm the not other two were not sure about. He was, uh, I think, Pro Football Focus. He was hurried on over forty percent of his dropbacks, forty five percent of his dropbacks. Right. So once again, another horrible day for the offensive oh, line. Terrible, terrible. It's funny because you know we can start with Russell Wilson, but on the touchdown pass, which is like, once again. Russell, in my opinion, I'll get to this. I didn't think he played very well. No. But the touchdown pass was incredible. Like escaping that. And Glowinski got blown. I was actually mad. Like the touchdown Same, after yeah. 
after you watch a touchdown, you're like, what a play. And Paul Richardson and great catch, you know, you know, toe tapping and Russell getting out of traffic. And then you look back at the play and you're like, that should have never had to transpire the way it did. Glowinski got blown up. He's had two really, really bad games. Yeah, um, he's a bad player, I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys on the offensive line are. And, and what you're seeing now is that sack that was Russell Wilson's fault that you're talking about. I mean, he's hearing footsteps, right, already. Mm-hmm. We're, they were six quarters into the season at that point, and he's already panicking. Like, when he has enough time, you already see him, like, looking behind him and around him because he's worried. He's like, wait a minute, something's not right here. His timer is about two seconds less than it should be for an for a quarterback in the pocket. You know his and you need all those seconds, man. You in the do. NFL. You're not because you're not even giving your receivers a chance. Yeah. And then by the way, when you give them a chance, maybe come down with the effing football. Right. I don't know Tanner McAvoy. Yeah, Tanner McAvoy, CJ Procise, especially drops early because that can set this kind of the uh, the the theme of the game, if you will. Those, See, those are opportunities to get up by a possession. Maybe you're up two scores by halftime instead of tied. C.J. Procise was responsible in the first half, in my mind, for seven-point swing. Yeah. He dropped the touchdown catch. I, I believe he would have gotten in there. It looked like he had pre- a pretty open lane with the catch. Mm-hmm. And then he had the drop that would have led to a first down. Now, Seattle might not have scored, but the first half would have ended without the Niners getting the damn ball and going down to score three points. Now, I know there's a lot of other factors there, but, I mean, you're looking at potentially a 10-3 game instead of a 6-6 game at half. Right. And maybe that changes things a little bit. So, you know, that was really frustrating, especially from Procise, who's a guy that, you know, has made his mark in the NFL by you know, catching the football really more than running it. Now, that being said, they uh, y- you've been on the bandwagon, not the bandwagon, but on the side that I've been on the side of as well, of wanting to see C.J. Procise split out yeah. and, and more of a receiver role, and they did that a lot, even <laughs> split out wide. Um, now, he's got to hold on to the football with those couple of drops, but he still had three catches for 22 yards on six targets. So, maybe you can chalk this up to being Procise's worst game of the season. Like, yeah. If, if that is the case, you'd take that. Sounds. It seems like they're trying to get him more involved in the passing game. Six targets is a lot, and a lot of it came from conventional wide receiver uh, lineups and formations. You know what came up in the back of my mind as I'm watching that game? Case mm. Williams. Yeah, no, for it's sure. Tanner McAvoy dropping the ball in the end for zone. For sure. I was, my, <laughs> I was texting a couple of buddies the same thing. Yeah, so you and I were on the same page there. Yeah, they decided to keep Tanner over Case yeah. Williams. Yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was. One of the Seahawks writers and— you know, sarcastic. I think for field goals or something, and sarcastically is like, but don't worry, McAvoy will get like a punt block in a meaningless game in the right. fourth quarter, and uh, everyone will love him again. Yeah, it, that was really frustrating, and it, it felt like I got to tell you, the offense on every level was not playing well. The offensive line was really bad. The receiving core was not very good, and Russell Wilson was not very good for ninety percent of the game. Terrible overthrows, really, really bad one. One in particular to Doug Baldwin that I remember that killed a drive um, in the first half. You know, he did not play well, shockingly, in some instances, because there were, I know the offensive line was bad, but there were situations where you felt like, wait a minute, why didn't he deliver that pass? Mm-hmm. Is it the first rain of the year? Mm-hmm. He has big hands. I've, you know, it's, it's a little surprising if that's really a big factor. Yeah. So I was really disappointed in, in Russ, too. I got to tell you. Against a defense that's not supposed to be that good. Against a defense that didn't record a sack against Carolina at home, and they got three on Wilson there. Um, and, you know, you you might want to chalk it up to divisional familiarity. There is no familiarity. It's Kyle Shanahan and, and Robert Sala. So yeah. a little bit of familiarity. And they turned over the roster, like, like 60% of the roster. Right, right, right. But exactly. And this is what I mean is this is Shanahan's first time coaching the 49ers in the Seahawks 49er rivalry. So it, this is not like one of those, oh, Jeff Fisher, Rams games that we're so accustomed to seeing, although it looked 
kind of like one. I mean, here, quick, quickly, real quick. This is I'm gonna give you my grades because I've I've Do been it. pretty critical of Russell Wilson. Yeah, you know, um, offensive line D minus, wide receiving core. I'll just put them as a whole, even though it's not fair to necessarily Doug Baldwin and Paul Richardson, who dislocated his finger, had a compound fracture, popped it back into place, and then caught the game winning touchdown. Pretty impressive. Um, but, you know, we'll give them a C, and I'll give Russell Wilson a C. Yeah. You know, and really, he was going on a, a D-minus football game until he made that play at the end. So. We'll give Chris Carson a B. 20 carries, 93 yards, 4.7 yards a carry. He was the saving grace of an offense that really didn't have anything. But when they had to close it out, they did because of Carson. Thomas Rawls was on limited carries, according to the coaching staff. He didn't look good. Didn't Carson, see any holes. Didn't run well. No, Carson, I mean, if you want to talk about someone grabbing the starting role at the end of that game, you know, in the four-minute drill yeah. when they needed to kill some clock. And I guess that's, you know, one thing, one positive from this game. On Friday, I said I wanted to see the team stay committed to the run. And even though in the first half they were running for one yard, two yards, three yards at a time, they weren't really busting out any semblance of a big run, they were able to get it done. Got me worried. Next week's at Tennessee. Seahawks, I don't think, will be favored. And uh, it's got They're a lot not. feel of a different – it has got a lot different feel now than it probably would have a couple weeks ago. All right, thanks, Brian Perkins, for that reaction. It's an abbreviated podcast today due to, uh, you know, it's just a busy Monday in and around the office. So and Seahawks get the win 12-9, the alone touchdown, Russell Wilson to Paul Richardson. Next week they are at Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans were struggling on the road with the Jaguars for about a half of football and then flexed their muscle and showed that they were the better team. The final score of that one from Jayville, 37-16. to Derrick Henry looked good, 14 carries for 92 yards. Mariota, kind of a slow start, decent finish. Ha- finished 15 of 27 for 215 yards. Had a touchdown, had a pick, just sacked the one time. So that's going to be interesting. Obviously, uh, fans in this market very familiar with the talents of Marcus Mariota and his character off the field. Russell Wilson, kind of a similar type of uh, story and projection around him. So it'll be interesting to break down that matchup. We'll be back again Friday to talk about Seahawks and Titans. And there is a long way for this Seattle squad to go before they can consider going back to the Super Bowl.